I do have a job which requires me to work on the weekends and work when I get home during the week. I don't like it. When I get home on the weekends, I like to be with my children and my family. And during the week, the same way I work a nine to five or eight to three, I come home and my time is for safe life. I am sending out emails for business. I'm tracking orders. I'm managing the books. I'm making new art. I'm working for myself. I literally run three companies and work a full-time job. So when I get text messages and emails outside of work, I feel like you stepped on a motherfucking boundary. So I'm at home last week. It's Saturday morning. And it, I work, I wake up at the fucking crack of dawn. That's just, during the week, I'm up at 5 o'clock. On the weekends, probably about 7.30. So I'm up, right? And that's not a problem, because I get work done, I'm doing shit. I'm cleaning the house, I'm watching laundry, I'm making artwork, I'm handling my business. Um, every Saturday, I take my son out. Saturday or Sunday, everybody knows that I plan something every weekend. And the weekends I don't plan anything, it's because it's time to rest. And I'm very, I I tune into that, where we're just going to lie around and clean the house and watch movies and still spend our time, but we're not going to be out in these streets. But, so I do that. So I get up at 7.30 and I'm chilling, right? I'm in full safe, loud mommy mode, music blasting, iPad going, you know, handling my personal business. And at 9.30 in the morning, I get a motherfucking text from one of my coworkers. Now, I love my coworkers. I love all y'all. I do, but 9.30, I looked at the phone, it was 9.36 a.m., and the first thing that came to my head was, if I had a motherfucking husband right now, I don't, but I'm, I'm manifesting one, you, I'd be booed up in bed right now, it's a cold morning too, and I didn't have nowhere to go right there, I'd be boo-loving right now, and you would be fucking up my vibe, you would be fucking up my vibe, and I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I felt some motherfucking kind of way. I did. I was like, how fucking dare you? If you want to get up on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock in the motherfucking morning and you want to work, then that is entirely up to you. I respect it. Matter of fact, I hire you because I appreciate your work, work ethic. However, for me, I felt like it's Saturday motherfucking morning. If I was in bed with Boo, or I was had spent the night somewhere. You would be in a like you would be in my fucking space right now. You in, in my face, in my space, and in my face. Fuck is you doing? Especially like I said, when I worked jobs where it was commission based and I needed to make my money, I understood that because every time the phone rang, that was money, right? We don't want to walk away from the money, so you're gonna take the motherfucking call. But in the case where we are now, fuck is you doing? And so while I understand and appreciate the work ethic and the intention was good, I understand it. And don't, and yes, y'all, I took, the, I responded to the message. I did the work that we needed to do and I was done in less than an hour. It was quick, a couple things I needed to sort out. It wasn't an issue. I then followed up with a text message. I did. I got the work done and we did the work and then I followed up with a text message. And it was like, and the hard part was like, how do you tell somebody to stay in their motherfucking lane without causing a controversy? How do you tell somebody, like, you know what, what you're doing, I, I'm not with that, but I'm with the shits. But if I tell you how I really want to tell you, I'm going to hurt your feelings. So I'm going to tell you nicely. And so I had to write a text message, right? 
I even read the text message to my daughter because I was like, yo, boom, I'm going to write this text message. And in the text message, I simply put that nicely. I was like, you know, I really believe in self-care and boundaries. And while I know things are of the utmost importance, it is really important that we savor the moments with our families and for our mental well-being. And so let's try to minimize, you know, our, our, our self-care time. Let's kind of maximize our self-care time and minimize the work time when we're out of that space. And I had to say some shit like that and send a text message. Because I was just like, yo, I don't want to do that. Like, if it's not a motherfucking emergency, and, and there's nothing that I do that's a motherfucking emergency, um, please don't. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. And then I started taking that, and I started thinking about other situations in our lives where we need to tell somebody to stay in their motherfucking lane, right? To, and, you know, there's a lot of times in my life I have not said that because I know, like, how my mouth is. I know that I'm very loud and um, obnoxious and diplomatic in what I say. And so sometimes I kind of don't say nothing because I know if I say something, it's going to be a problem. But I also feel like when it comes to me, I like my little bubble and I need to maintain the motherfucking temperature of at 82 in this bitch, right? 82 and sunny over here. And if somebody is pressing on that boundary or putting their foot past that line, it motherfucking bothers me and I got to cut that shit off. I got to cut that shit off. So I, I started thinking about that as it pertained to other relationships in our lives, like a work relationship. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta answer and I gotta do the work and we gotta be cordial and I can't really cut you off. Cause I gotta go to work on Monday. Your ass going to be there, you know, but I thought about other relationships in our lives where it's like, where and when do people know how and how not to stay in their motherfucking place? And then I started thinking about, you know, cause this is a relationship podcast and I started thinking about relationships with men and women, and I started thinking about marriage, and then I started thinking about girlfriends, and then I started thinking about boyfriends, and baby moms, and baby daddies, and situations like that, and I was like, well, what do we do in those situations, because I often get asked a lot, would I get married again, and y'all already know the answer, I would get married again, it's not, it doesn't, I don't have to get married again, but I would like to get married again. I would like someone to love me enough to want to marry me. Um, but it's not, it's not a, it's not a deal breaker for me, but I still want to have a partner because of my age. I'm well aware of the fact that that partner is going to come with children, a home, a dog, a career. I hope, you know, with with all of these things and I have to be open-minded to that. And then I had to see where I fit into that. And like, Karen, how are you going to stay in your motherfucking lane? How are you going to stay in your place, right? How are you going to recognize the parts of that relationship and those other relationships that this person comes with where you can get involved and places where you cannot get involved, right? And so I'm saying this to say because, you know, people that listen to my show, the demographics are 35 to 44. We either married, single, or, or we're now in our second and third you know, long-term relationships in our lives, right? We done had some kids, we done had some relationships, them shits worked and that's great or they didn't work and it's not great. And now we got to say, okay, well, I'm dating somebody that has a child or I'm married to somebody that has a child. To what extent do I get involved in that child's life? 
to what extent do I stay in my motherfucking lane? To what extent do I say, did you talk to your mom about this? To what extent do I say to that man, you know, this is your responsibility, not mine. I'm here to support you, but I'm not taking it on for you. You know, to what extent does that man say, you know what, this is my wife. I'm going to need you baby moms to respect this, right? And vice versa, because I feel like in a lot of those relationships, not for nothing, and I'm going to get it. I don't know about dudes because I haven't been in a relationship with dudes, but I feel like certain dudes to some extent stay in their lane. But you women, a lot of times you women don't stay in your lane. You love this guy so much. And you want to be in this guy's life so much that now you're stepping on the ex-wife's toes, you're stepping on the kid's toes, you're in situations that you shouldn't be in because they don't got nothing to do with you. Listen, let me tell you something. I will date a man and marry a man that has children. Hands down, without a question. I know that. Matter of fact, I take care of kids for a living. I love children. But I know also when I do that, that they have a mother. And that... I need to respect their mother because I'm a mother. You understand? And I know how I would want someone to treat my child. And I know how I want someone to, you know, she's not your mother. She's your dad's wife. She's your dad's girlfriend. You understand what I'm saying? And understand where that line is to say, you know what? I'm going to be a really good friend to that child. I'm going to be a really good person to that child. I'm going to hold them down. But there's certain things in their life I need to respect the fact that they got a mom. And I need to understand what those boundaries are. Because at the end of the day, that child loved their mom. And if I love them and I respect them, then I need to respect that relationship and put it first and let that child feel like that and let that mom feel like that. Because at the end of the day, that mother's going to respect me more for a lot. Now, don't get it twisted. If the mom is MIA and she ain't shit and she's a crackhead and you have to fill in as a mom, I totally get it. But if that's not the case, you know, I was raising my daughter and her father had another relationship and me and the mom was cool. Like we wasn't best friends. We didn't have no dealings outside of my daughter here and there when I would be like, you know what? My daughter got a period. Can you can you give her a pad for me? Can you make sure da da da? you know, whatever the case may be. And she was like, cool, I got you. And that was it. She never overstepped her boundaries. She never, she never said anything. She never got involved. She never, she never, she never did any of that. She was just nice to my kid. And I appreciated that. But any dealings I had, I had with her dad. And I feel like that's how it's supposed to be. And they was together years. They was together years. And never once did I feel any type of way that I feel like this woman, she, she stated, she played her motherfucking position. She played her position. If I called and I was like, yo, my daughter's down there this weekend. Can you do so-and-so for me? She would be like, okay, I can, or I don't think I'm going to be able to. But And that was it. But she didn't overstep her boundary. She didn't show up places she wasn't supposed to show up. She didn't come to events and be like, I'm supposed to motherfucking be here because. She didn't stick her nose in business that it didn't need to be in. She just, she held down her man. She held down her man, good, bad, or indifferent. She held down a man. From from my point of view, she held down a man. She made sure he came and picked up his kids. She made sure that the kids ate. She made sure, but she never made it about her. She never. Yeah, so she never made. She played her position. 
and she held down her man, and that's what she's supposed to do. But there's a lot of relationships where people don't know where their fucking position is. And I think that that's something that when we think about relationships and having relationships with significant others, we need to talk about. And we need to talk about with our ex-partners, you know, because what I might feel is a boundary, they might not feel is a boundary. They might be like, you know what, I don't understand what you're talking about. And I, on the other hand, you know, vice versa. You might have a, for the women, you might have a man living up in your crib and you dating him and he's doing all these things for your child and you appreciate it. But your child's father might be like, yo, you know what I mean? Like I was gonna, I was gonna buy my son that PlayStation. Now dads, you gotta be the real dad that's gonna come through. Cause if you just talking shit, then dude is gonna, you know, upstage you. But you got to understand ladies from a male perspective too. Like it's not just about us women. It's also about the men too. Like you're dating somebody new. Got it. You have somebody new in your life. Cool. But where are the boundaries? And I, and I do feel like lots of people could love children. Don't get it twisted. I just think there's a different way to love different people depending on your position. You understand? So let's take it back to me. I date someone that has a child. Yes, I'm going to love that child. Yes, I'm going to take care of that child. Yes, I'm going to make sure you eat. Are you sleeping in my bed? No, you're not my kid. That's a boundary for me. Like, why are you in my bed? Unless I'm raising that kid from a little kid, I'm not doing that. Right? Because that's a bonding experience and stuff like that. And I don't know how that child's mom's going to feel about that. You know? Some moms are are, are are jealous. Like, yo, why is it? You've seen it on Instagram. Like, mom's talking about, like, why did she cut my child's hair? Why did she take my child to get their hair braided? Why did she throw out the clues at? I feel like sometimes we feel like I'm the parent. And I want to parent my, ch- my kid. And I don't need, my kid don't need another parent. And so when I think about it, and I think about dating somebody that has children, I know clearly I'm not looking to be the other parent. And it's not because I don't want to not love your child, not take care of your child. It's because I respect the fact that this child has two parents, two active parents, two loving parents. And just because y'all not together does not mean that I automatically means that I need to jump in and, and, and assume somebody else's position or build a relationship with a child who already has a parent that they love very much or take on other responsibilities and titles that don't got nothing to do with you. You know, like you don't need to call me auntie. You don't need to call me mom just because I marry your dad. If you 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old and want to call me something else, that's okay. Understand that. And understand that everybody plays a role and that if somebody already has that role and is motherfucking doing their thing in that position, then you fall back and you find your own motherfucking position, wherever that is. Wherever that is. And that could be being a really good friend. That could be being a really good auntie type figure. That could be being a really good stepdad. And even not being entitled a stepdad, right? And stepping up for a kid who might need you to step up. But it's really important that we understand what that position is and what those boundaries are so that we're not stepping on anybody else's toes, so that we're not putting our partners in compromising situations or putting our exes in compromising situations because not every situation is going to work and all of them are different. And I get that. I get that every situation, every every relationship is different. You know, and the timing has a lot to do with it, too. If you was raising somebody's kids since they were little, right, 
I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a, a a scenario, right? So there's there's a woman and she has two kids when she's like 16, 17, 18 years old. She has two kids, right? And she has obviously a, a partner at that time who later in life becomes her baby daddy, right? They get married, shit didn't work out, and by the time the kids were maybe two, three, four years old, the relationship was over. So she marries somebody else, right? She marries somebody else soon after that. And they end up being married for 20, 30 years. It's time for one of those kids to get married. And the stepdad is walking the kids down the aisle. Now, mind you, the real dad is alive. But after he left the mom and him didn't break, broke up, he wasn't around much. But the stepdad filled in and raised those kids from they was four or five years old till the adults that they are now. He's walking that young lady down the aisle. Yes, for him, there are no boundaries because he raised that child from the time she was a child. You understand? And so that bond was there, that respect was there, that relationship was there. And so it is okay in that case to say, you know what? That is my stepdad. He's been like a dad to me. And so the day that somebody has to stand up there and be a dad, it's going to be him because he was the one coming to school. He was the one coming to the doctor. He was the one when my mom wanted to lock me out, was opening the door for me. And so I totally understand that. But then I'm going to give you another scenario. There's another guy, right? He's about 35, 40 years old. He's got two kids, right? His relationship with his ex is over. The kids are, you know, they're big. They're teenagers almost, right? And he gets a new girlfriend. Now this girlfriend is in his life. He's happy with her. Everything's good. But his kids don't know her. They barely know her. She just showed up one day here or there, but... They don't really have a relationship with her or whatever the case may be. Does that make that woman automatically a stepmom? Because just because you fucking the daddy or you fucking the mommy doesn't mean that you are step parents. That's not what that means. Being a parent means fucking being a parent. Being a grandparent means being a grandparent. You earn that shit. You don't just get that shit. Right? What did you do? How did you invest? Were you around? Because to me, so the daddy starts dating some chick, the kids are teenagers. As far as the kid's concerned, it's like, yo, my dad got a girlfriend, but that ain't my stepmom. He could marry her now. That still ain't my, like, because you, you're taking a title and you're assuming because two people are fucking, it makes them a step parent or it makes them some other kind of relationship to somebody else. Like, no, two people fucking are just two people fucking. That doesn't automatically say that you have a position in these kids' life or you have a position in somebody else's life. That doesn't, that doesn't ordain you anything. And nine times out of ten, when those relationships are over, those people disappear, and then what happens to the kids? And this of all, you men and women just let anybody else up in your life and got your kids around any people. And y'all know how I feel about that shit. My kids ain't around anybody. Because my personal life is my personal life. When it's time for them to meet someone, they will. But it, it has to be someone that's going to be consistent in their life and be healthy in their life or they're not going to be. And, and who wants to be there. And I've actually had conversations with men. This is crazy. Who I've been like, yo, 
I don't know what you think, but I'm not looking for a father for my children. I'm looking for a companion for me. I'm looking for someone to love me and for me to love and just enjoy life with. I'm not looking for a father for my children. And maybe women need to look at it like that because that's how I look at it. I'm not looking for my kids know who their father is. They know where to find him. I know where to find him when I need to. I don't fuck with the nigga. You know what I'm saying? And I don't bother him. But if I need to find him, I know where to find him. And I and, and my kids know where to find him. And they and they know him enough to know who he is in their life, good, bad, or indifferent. So I'm not looking for someone to come and change that narrative. It is what it is. He is who he is. It's too late. You're here now. You want to hang out with us? You want to chill? You want to you get a heckle? You want to take my son? You're free. You're more than welcome to do that. But I'm not putting on anyone to be that to my children. Well, for one reason, my kids are grown. For two, they are well aware of who they are and what the situation is, right? And I think more women need to think about it like that. Are you looking for a father for your child? Because if you're looking for a father for your child, you need to look at your child father. And you need to tell him to up his motherfucking game, get his shit together. Just because y'all not fucking no more doesn't mean that he's not a, a, a parent. Granted, I've, I've tried saying the same thing and it doesn't work. But I'm just saying, right? But you being in a relationship with someone, I've met men who are like, yo, I met this woman. He's dating her. She's bad. She's chill. She got two kids. It started out one day. Can you take my son to school? And he was like, all right, I spent the night over here. It's not a problem in the morning. I'll take your son to school. That was day one. Two weeks later, now he's taking him to school every day and he picking him up every day. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I understand I, I'm there and I understand I said I will help. But now every day I got to pick the kids up and I got to drop the kids off. And I don't even live with this woman. I mean, I come over there and I fuck her. We chill. We have dinner. I'm cool with the kids. I hang out with them. But now it's like she's putting this responsibility or she's putting this burden on me. And what the man was trying to say is like, I don't have any children. I either A, don't understand that or B, don't want that. Or C, we never had a conversation about it. You just kind of had it as an expectation of this relationship. And if that's what it is, I don't know if I could give you what you want. And she got mad at him. Like, she really got mad at him because she she felt like if, she, if you're her boyfriend, you're supposed to be her kid's daddy too. And that's not how that shit works. Just like if I become somebody's wife, I'm not trying to be your kid's mama. I'll be really nice to them. I'll be a nice auntie. I'll be a dope-ass stepmom. It's lit. I'll be a best friend. All them kids could fucking hate me because I'm here for the daddy, so I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? You could never come to my house. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I'm not going to argue with no, no kids. I'm not going to argue with no baby mama either. Like, that don't got nothing to do with me. This is how I met him. I, y'all figure y'all shit out. Y'all figure y'all shit out. Because here's what we not going to... I am very good. Like, if y'all need someone to tell you what your position is, to play your position, fuck that. I, I can do that shit. Because I'm very, very good at playing my motherfucking position. If anything, I'm so discreet and so cautious. Because I don't want to be in squares where I... I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. I am not insecure where I need to give myself titles 
or make myself more than I need to be to someone just so that I could feel validated. You know, understand what I'm saying? I'm so secure as a woman that I'm validated in myself. I know who the fuck I am. I don't need to, to take something from somebody else. I don't need to pretend I'm somebody else. I don't need to make it seem like I'm at this level when I'm not everything in my life. And, and it takes a real strong person to realize that because some of the things that we're going after, we don't realize like, it's not that you want that. You know what I mean? This is what you have to deal with. This is the life. This is the hand you, you got dealt. And so you play your cards, but when you're comfortable in that, and when you're comfortable in who you are, and when you're comfortable in the situations that you have lived with, and lived in, when you are comfortable in your person, when you are comfortable in your relationship, when you are solid in your relationship, when you know what you want, when you know who you are, then you don't have to pick a position that's not for you. Matter of fact, if you Karen L, there's a position waiting for you when you get there. And you slide right in that bitch because it's the only one for you. You understand? So I can meet that kid and I'm going to have a relationship with that child like nobody else has. And it's not going to be me telling you what to do. And it's not going to be me being taken away from your mom because your mom is your mom. She birthed you. Your grandma is your grandma because it's your grandma. And everybody know how grandmas feel and grandpas and grandpas and, and daddies and shit like that. It's going to be who I am. Wherever that is. And I'm so comfortable in myself that if whatever I is, is not is 10 people ahead of me, that's okay. Because I know that I lived the life I, I live and I did the best I could and I continue to do the best I could to take care of everybody in that situation. And and if and if you know what it doesn't work out and that relationship doesn't work, then fine. I did right by that child. I played my motherfucking position. But I think it's a it's a conversation that we need to have because we need to look at ourselves as women and we need to think about the relationships that we want as women and what those relationships look like when it comes to a partner and what you need from your partner and be honest about it. It's okay. You can say my baby daddy ain't shit and he's not there for my kids and whoever comes into my life, I'm going to need them to take on that role because I want to have a family and I want to have more children. And that's fine. Say that then. Say what the expectation is. Men, the same thing. Because y'all be thinking, oh, my kid don't live with me. It don't matter. But guess what? Your girlfriend now ends up having to take care of your child because you're not doing it or you don't know how to do it. And so in some ways, they do become a stepmom because you're not pulling your motherfucking weight. She don't have to be a stepmom in that case. And she could be a stepmom in title if y'all married. But why is she taking care of your child when you're supposed to be taking care of your child? Now you got your baby mom mad at you because you got other women around your child. And can we just talk about that for a second? So I had to deal with that situation when I got divorced. I did not want anyone around my children. Till this day, I still don't want anyone around my children when it comes to that. I feel like relationships, like if I date or my ex-husband date, and we're dating different people, and we're figuring it out, I think that should be as far away from the kids as possible. When you're ready to get married and settle down, I think that is when you should be bringing somebody into my children's lives. But if this relationship is not stable, if it's not going anywhere, if it's a bunch of bullshit, if it's toxic, if it's unhealthy, then why the fuck are you bringing that shit around my kids? And I'm saying that 
very angrily, but I'm also because I just am. I'm just fucking angry some days. I I be really passionate. It's not angry. It's passion. Um, because I feel like sometimes we don't think about that, and that has implications for our children. You understand when we're talking about kids and playing our position, like dads, that's part of your position to protect your kids. Now, if you know this bitch is toxic to you, why the fuck you got that shit around my kids? If y'all are in a relationship that's abusive, mentally, emotionally, financially, physically, any of that shit, why the fuck you got that around that kids? And why do you have that around your ex, your ex-girlfriend, your baby mom, your grandma, anybody else in your life? If you know that that shit is unhealthy for you, why the fuck are you putting anybody else in that shit? Especially children, when they're so influential. I just don't understand that. Like, I feel like men need to be aware of that. And women, you need to be aware of that, too. Because y'all be having y'all kids around toxic men, too. Because you want to be in a relationship so bad. And you want something, someone so bad. And now your toxic relationship with that person is on your children. Like, we need to get it together and play our positions. And that's why this episode is called what it is. Because everybody has a motherfucking position. They need to know what that position is. They need to know what it entails. And then they need to make sure that they manage the fuck out of that shit. Because when you're 19 and 20 and you don't know any better, that's one thing. And I say that all the time on the show. But when you like 30 and 40 and 50 years old and y'all still in the fuckery, that shit's just fucking embarrassing. It's childish. It's ugly. And from where I'm standing, it's distasteful. And some of y'all don't play your position and it's disrespectful. It is. It's disrespectful. Because now you are in somebody else's square. You're in somebody else's life. You're in somebody else's family. And you're not understanding what your behaviors and the things that you're saying and doing affect the other people because you're so selfish in your own ways and what you want and what you feel or what you think is okay. And it might not be from a negative place. It may not be from a place of, of, of malice, and I understand that, but nonetheless, that's how people have miscommunications, that's how people don't get along anymore, that's how people end up fighting, because we're not having healthy boundaries and healthy discussion. We just think, oh, well, I just thought it was okay. I, I thought it was okay that I did this. I thought it was okay that I said that, and it might not be. And this is why I'm saying when you know, when you're aware of your boundaries, when you are aware of your position, really aware of who you are, what you stand for, and where you stand in the scenario of the relationships that you're in, then you'll make decisions as such. And I understand that. You know, I'm very, I understand that. So I know that there's relationships in my life and there's people in my life that I don't have no motherfucking say. I don't have a motherfucking title. Matter of fact, I, I, I hold my ground and I'd be like, yo, this shit don't got nothing. Not my circus, not my monkeys. But not everybody does that. And now you got people inching their way in into shit that they shouldn't be in, saying things they shouldn't be saying, doing things they shouldn't be doing, stepping on people's toes where they shouldn't be stepping and wondering, how the fuck did I get here? What's the problem? But you didn't stay, you didn't play your fucking position. That's what the problem is especially when it comes to relationships, because that's already like such a touchy subject, right? For other men or other women, when they're partners with somebody else, when there's somebody else around, right? Baby moms, baby daddies, exes, things like that. It's such a touchy subject. Like who the fuck this person think they are, right? So we're already coming in feeling like that. 
And now this person stepping on your toes and saying shit and doing shit that they not that that's making you feel some type of way. Yeah, it's gonna be a motherfucking issue. And you gotta just decide how you gonna handle that. You know, am I gonna give into it? Am I gonna say something? Am I not gonna? Am I gonna send a nice text message? How you gonna handle that? Because you have to create some motherfucking boundary. And sometimes creating a boundary is saying nothing at all. It's just disappearing. Cause y'all know I'm motherfucking good at that too. If you don't have to have a relationship with a person and there's no need for you to be in that situation or confront it, because I'm only confronting shit I got to. I'm not arguing with people I don't have to argue with. And I'm not fighting with people I don't have to fight with. That's just a mantra of mine. I'm not arguing with you or fighting with you if I don't have to. And by don't have to, I mean I don't give I don't really care who you are and you don't have any real value in my life. So what am I fighting with you for? Right? And if that's the case then get rid of those situations that um, make you feel uncomfortable, make you feel some type of way, make you feel like you have to question yourself or question what's going on in your life or question your fucking boundaries. And if that means that you got to draw the line for your own personal sanity, then you draw the line for your own personal sanity. And that's okay too. All right. Well, I gave it to you, and I gave it to you raw. Let me tell you what the plan of action is going forward. Make sure that you assess who the fuck you are in your life, and that you stand in your truth and you lean into it. Make sure you create your motherfucking boundaries, wherever they are in your life, for your mental peace, for your children, for your relationships. All of the relationships, not just your romantic relationships, for all of your relationships. And then if there is something in there that is triggering you, that's making you feel uncomfortable, that's taking you out your skin, taking you out your zen, putting you in a place where you don't want to be, you make the decision of how you're going to handle that. Are we going to talk about it? Are we going to squash it? Am I just going to cut it off and keep it pushing? But figure that out. Because what we're not going to do is be 40, 50, 60 years old on some bullshit. That's what we're not going to do. That's what we're not going to do. We're going to be today years old when we figure out, fuck it. I don't need this shit. Why am I putting up with this? Sort yourself out. Sort y'all shit out. And if I'm not here to help, I'm going to sit the fuck down and be quiet. By the way, I will say this to both ladies and men. When you are dealing with baby mamas, baby daddies after they broke up and things like that. And trust me, I've been in this situation more than one. I got three kids. I, I Trust me, I'm talking from a place of experience. There are times... When you, as the step, whatever, the girlfriend, I can only say that because of my situation with, with women, and or, or even the guys too. There are times where that could be your partner, that could be your boyfriend, that could be your girlfriend, that could be someone you used to have a relationship with but don't have a relationship with now. There are times where you need to sit down and shut the fuck up. Sit down. It's not hard. Sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up because just because you're in a relationship does not mean that whatever's going on necessarily needs your motherfucking two cents it don't it doesn't work like that if me and my baby daddy or me and my ex talking about something pertaining to college for my daughter if you don't have anything to add that's helpful if you don't have anything to add matter of fact sometimes don't fucking add nothing just sit there and motherfucking listen matter of fact you don't even need to be here so if you're here sit with your man and be moral support but shut the fuck up 
Shut the fuck up. Because sometimes, I'm just speaking as a woman, sometimes shit don't fucking concern you. If I'm talking about my child and I don't know you and I don't like you, why the fuck are you putting your two cents in? When y'all get wherever y'all going and get back in the car, you can talk his motherfucking ear off. But I don't have to put up with that shit. I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to hear you. I don't have to be your fucking friend. I didn't have to marry. I didn't marry you. I had a baby with him. I didn't have a baby with you. And I didn't even like that nigga. So why the fuck? If he choose to be with someone, do I have to fucking put up with that shit? You fucking chose this woman, not me. So you deal with whatever the fuck she has to say, not me. Because at the end of the day, I got to raise my kid, not her. And it also, it all depends on the vibe that y'all get. Some, some women get along really great. They're really good friends. They can hang out together, raise their children together, do whatever. That's wonderful. And I applaud those situations. But even in those, there's a motherfucking boundary. So I got one more thing to add to this. When it comes to boundaries and playing your position. And y'all could call me on it. Y'all could say I'm fake. Y'all could say I'm full of shit. Y'all could call me a bitch. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I have made peace with that. I know who the fuck I am. But I am one of those baby mamas, girlfriends, ex-wives, sister friend, whatever the fuck it is that you want to label me as. But I'm one of those people that when I fucking exit somebody's life, I exit all the motherfucking way. Like when we break up, we broke all the fucking way up. Do y'all understand me? I am not, I am, I, I am on some fuck your Nana. I'm not calling to check how she's doing. I'm not texting you happy Thanksgiving in the fucking group chats. And when I send out 1500 people, I'm not finding a way for us to stay fucking connected because we used to date and your mom is real sweet or your kids are real nice or your friends are my friends. Like, no, when I quietly come into your life and the same way I quietly come into your life is the same way I'm quietly mother fucking leaving okay sometimes we have people holding on to shit in places that they don't know need to fucking be and you're not playing your position you know that girl that him and the girl broke up right the two of y'all broke up but for some reason every christmas you fucking coming around bitch he got a new girlfriend he got a new baby mama he got a new relationship but now all of a sudden Every holiday time, well, I stayed in touch with your brother and I stayed in touch with your mama and I stayed in touch. Like, bitch, move on. Like, he left you. Move on. You don't have to be at the baby showers. You don't have to be at their family parties. You don't have to be texting his mom. Because to me, that is actually a weak bitch tendency. That's telling me that you still want the man and you're looking for some type of connection for them to stay connected. Those people are his people. They're his people. That's his family. That's her family, right? Those are her friends. I know some people that have broken up and it's like, they all stay friends. You know, you're holding on to his friends or you holding on to her friends. Like, excuse me. Yes, you can have friends. I'm not saying that you can't. And people develop their own relationships outside of how they met. That is very true. But you have to also understand that there needs to be some motherfucking boundary. I can't be talking to my friends about what I'm going through with a breakup and then your motherfucking ass is there I can't do that you have to understand that the same way you came in is the same motherfucking way you exit and play your motherfucking position and play your position again if you was with that child and you raised them for years and years and years I could understand I mean raise them hands on daycare pick up drop off change diapers at the school plays and the dances and this then yes be in that child's life but if you was just fucking the daddy 
and you really did not have any part in that child who they are what that relationship is, then you need to quietly motherfucking exit so because here's the thing i believe in energies and i believe in space and so if that relationship was toxic and it didn't work for whatever the reason is it didn't work right then you need to get the fuck out the way so that somebody else could come in and have that space and if your ass is still fucking lingering around then nobody else can have that space let's talk about it on a on a on a bigger level Right, because it's one thing on our us level. Well, this hurt my feelings. That hurt my. She did this. She did that. She fucking with my kid. He fucking with my kid. That type. There's that type of thing, right? And our egos are involved in that. But then there's a bigger position where it's like, yo, if I'm still allowing this person in my life to whatever extent, then how the fuck am I supposed to move on and clear a space for the right person to come in, or clear a space for the right relationships to happen? And so we need to keep that in motherfucking mind when we play in our own positions in somebody else's life. Like if I break up with you, I need to get the fuck on so that you can have a healthy relationship with somebody else. You you feel me? If if your position is you were dating someone that had kids and now you're not in those kids lives for whatever reason, say goodbye, wave from a distance. But that's just that you don't need to be all up in nothing. And that goes for men and women because sometimes that's helpful and sometimes it's not. And you got to really be able to communicate with your partner or the people around to understand what 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 that position is for you. Because what you think, because there's a lot of people walking around going, listening to this right now, going, I know somebody that don't play their position, but it ain't me. And I'm here to motherfucking tell you because it's your auntie, it's your titi, it's your big sis K that uh it could be you motherfucker it could be you because there's a lot of people that do what they want in a situation instead of think about what's needed well i'm not doing anything i'm not saying anything i'm just being helpful i'm just being supportive like bro sometimes you don't even need to do all that because you stepping on somebody else's toes you in somebody else's way you're in somebody else's family and you don't really technically belong there you don't have a space there it ain't got shit to do with you And so you need to sit by the sidelines because that is your motherfucking position. And don't fucking feel bad. Don't feel bad. Feeling bad is an insecurity. Don't feel bad. Understand what your role is. Just like I understand what my role is. Every position and every relationship in my life, I understand what the motherfucking role is. That's the part of you growing and understanding and having self-awareness about who the fuck you is. That you understand your role in certain positions. I know my role with my parents. I know which one of their kids I am and where I come in. I'm the one with the big mouth that's going to defend right or wrong. You understand? I'm the one that's going to get shit done. Call Karen when. But don't call her before because she's not coming for that. But call her when. I know who I am. I know my position with my children. When you want something done, when you need something, who's the first person you're going to call? Your motherfucking mother. Because you know, regardless of her bitching and her yelling, she gonna come through at 110 every single time. I know my position. I know my position with my grandchildren. They're mine. They're just as much mine as my children are mine. You understand? I know my position at work. I come here, I'm not administration. I'm not the boss. I come here, I do my job. You need me to do something, I do it. I know my, posi- I know my position with my friends. I know who um, I could be completely honest with. And I know who I got to have a softer response with, right? I know who I can curse and say the bad words. And I know who we just don't have conversation like that. And I play my position. 
I know who needs me as a support system and who needs me as a realist. I know who needs gentle coaxing and I know who just say that shit and it is what it is. And you have to understand what your positions are. I know who I am with each of my baby daddies. And how I fucking talk to them and how I speak to them in the relationship that we have. Because I'm so secure in myself. And that's what we have to be thinking about when we're thinking about other people's lives. Not being selfish just well, I didn't, I, I, I. Everybody has this mentality about I, 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 I. But it's not always about you. It's about the relationships. It's about the kids. It's about what's best for everybody. And just because you think that it's okay, it may be, it may not be. And that's where those conversations need to be had. And that's where people need to like read the motherfucking room. Read the room. That shit is real. Read the motherfucking room. Read the room. Because it's going to tell you how much you can do, how much you can't do. Where your space is. And sometimes you don't need to read the room. Sometimes you just need to have motherfucking respect for other people. And understand that the sun don't shine just on your ass. It don't. And it might hurt your feelings to know that, but that's the reality. Trust me, until when I figured that shit out, I was like, oh, okay. And shit changes. And shit get real. But you got to be willing to understand that and listen to that and, and, and read the motherfucking room. Read the room. So, yeah, that is my, um, that's my weekly, um, you know, get at you in your ear. Um, read the motherfucking room. Um, where if you're looking for me, you can find me on social media. I am Karen L Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even though I don't tweet that much. Um, check out safe loud lingerie line. Our lingerie is up and popping and we're making new connections and adding new business to that. So definitely check that out. www.saithsexy.com for all things Karen L. I'm on YouTube as well as sayifloud.com. Um, we're offering services for podcast cons- consulting, branding, all that good shit. So if you want to hire Karen L to come out and work with you, definitely that's something that we could do. Um, new episodes drop every Friday of Safe Loud Podcast. We have podding and popping on Mondays, but Instagram's being mad fucking sensitive. So um, we'll figure that out and let you guys know what the next move is. Um, in the meantime, have an amazing week. If you want to hit me up or leave a voicemail for the show, definitely hit up the website. You could do that there. And I'll holla at y'all next week. One love. Hit me. Yeah. Please be clear. We are popping it off. Flex your fingers. Flex your fingers. And type up www.saidloud.com now. And stay in tune with everything. Karen L. is on the World Wide Web.